Hi, this is Mitch. Uh, for many of you, you've never even actually seen me because this is mostly an audio podcast, but this is our first video podcast in our first podcast where we're sharing tips and tools. We call this the Toolkit Podcast. So with this episode 85, you'll see Ginny and myself pretty much going over um, two guests that we had and sharing with you tools that you can use today. So uh, we this was inspired by our podcast with David Mead and Jennifer Moss. And our tips are how to be honest, humble, and human, how to build social uh, and emotional health, how to create meaningful events that energize your people. And then finally, how to create inclusive infrastructure. That's how to create places and sessions where you can actually listen to what's going on with your employees. So we hope you love this episode. We hope you love this new format, which we're going to bring back every couple, it's like six weeks. And with that, let's begin. Hello and welcome to another episode of Team Anywhere. I'm Mitch, your co-host. I'm Mitch Simon, your co-host <laughs> on the West Coast and on the East. I say Mitch Simon because Ginny's title is, is much more elaborate than mine. On the East Coast today, we have Dr. Virginia Bianco Mathis to kick us off on another episode of Team Anywhere. Oh, thank you, Mitch. Thank you. We should turn that into some kind of song or something. I appreciate it. We'll get there. Well, we're excited to announce that this is our first Team Anywhere Toolkit podcast. And we always love having our prestigious guests come on and tell us their latest thoughts and research and practices concerning leadership and building culture beyond the four walls of what we're calling now traditional old Uh, America and world, quite frankly, we also realize that hearing those ideas on podcasts gets you thinking about how can I take these concepts and put them into our daily work. And several clients have asked us to help them drill down. Hey, given what that particular leader said, how do I really do that? For example, tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. And so we said, wow, there's an opportunity here to give even more. So we took some of our past podcasts, we drilled down and came up with, here are some key highlights and some real boots on the ground kinds of things that you all can say immediately, hopefully write down and and, um, implement. You also can, in the write-up for this particular podcast, go to the link that is provided and get the actual toolkit that we put together uh, for the podcast to share with whomever and go with it and make this stuff real. So for today, we took the podcasts of David Mead and Jennifer Moss, and we're calling this particular toolkit Fostering a Psychologically Self uh, safe, sorry, safe, healthy safe. and human work environment. Can you say that again. Yeah, I know. That's a mouthful. Put it all together. Yeah. Fostering a psychologically safe, healthy, and human work environment. And that's the toolkit. And uh, there's four major areas that we're going to run through. Uh, Mitch, how about kicking us off with the first one? All right, great. And if you are, um, uh, well, this is our first one. So, So we have the toolkit and we want to make this as easy as possible. And we also want to share because, come on, the truth is, is we started this podcast because both Ginny and I have a lot of clients uh, throughout the United States and globally. And we wanted to be able to take, you know, what's new 
out there and be able to like immediately use it with our clients mm -hmm. and pretty much just look a heck of a lot smarter than we are. And, uh, and so that's why this podcast, cause we're now, this is episode 85 where, you know, we're 85 episodes through, we have a lot of intelligence and we, we also want to share how we're using it as well. So again, the, the podcast is set up so that you can have tools to walk away with. We just want to make it even easier to do that. So the first uh, area, first tip in our toolkit is we heard from our guests, uh, David Mead and Jennifer Moss, that one of the most important things, and this is coming actually from like our, our fifth podcast on the data, was be honest, humble, and human, which, okay, we hear that all the time. Be honest, humble, and human. Well, how do you be honest, humble, and human? Which I think is actually funny because we're all human and we're basically teaching you how to be human. Yeah. But still, it's the business. It's business, right? So, um, so what we have is we have a couple ideas. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go to my favorite one, and, and it's my favorite one because we actually adopted this in one of my one of my clients, and it was build off of strengths, build off the strengths of your employees by specifically asking team members to use their strengths. So. So we know for, for those of us who are very familiar with the Clifton strengths for uh, the, the stuff that I've done, the work that I've done is with Marcus Buckingham is you're actually going to take a piece of paper and you're going to write down your team member strengths and you're going to, you know, have this as an electric document. So when you're talking to your teammates in either in a, in a group meeting or a one-on-one, -on -one, you get to ask your teammate, you know, Hey, you know, I remember you told me that you really love, you're really passionate about doing analysis or you're really passionate about making presentations. How has it been for you over the last, you know, two, three months, which, you know, I haven't, you know, been with you, just it's been online. Have you been able to use those strengths? And, uh, and where I think where it's really great is if I'm going to prepare for a meeting, you know, because we say, well, you need to prepare an agenda. Well, if you're a team leader, the best way to prepare is, you know, pull out this piece. You're going to look really smart. Pull out this piece of paper, go through like, you know, Abigail, this is her strength and Jerry, this is his strength and make sure on the call that the people are coming forth to use their strengths. So that's one of the very favorites. The, the other one, yes, but Jenny's got another one. Yeah, I do. To, that brings that even more alive. Sure. And maybe this is where you were going. Yes, I just used this a couple of weeks ago with a leader who is a head of an international contract group. And uh, of course, these people are all over the world. So she started she came up with the list of strengths, but she added another column, which is something they have worked on lately. Oh, wow. Okay. And great. so she, uh, of course, maybe had to do a little investigation or just look at the activity reports that, you know, these contracts always need. And then she put on her calendar and she rotates it. So she's not doing more than five a week, sets up a meeting with that individual, 15 minutes. And gets to the very thing you just pointed out. Hey, Larry, checking in, want to find out how you're doing, uh, bring up a few personal things, and then say, I heard you did a wonderful job. The client really liked the latest contract you submitted, and you all had some really deep conversations that really is what we're talking about in terms of our journey towards the particular goal. 
I, I need to ask your help on something. Now, you see, when you ask for the help, and when you ask for the help, yeah. you ask it towards the strength yes, of the yes. person. Oh, God. Right? That- Listen, you know what? You are really good on the numbers. And you know that has never been my favorite. We're putting together a report. Okay. It's going to some of your folks in that client base. What would be the best format? What do they like? What resonates with them? What you're doing, you're paying attention to them. You're letting them know what their strengths are. You're letting them know, I know what you've been doing. And they see their value add. Yeah. That's the whole point of being the humble and the gracious. I would say, and the human. I would say you know, Jenny, I mean, first of all, what you're sharing, um, it, it's, it's very emotional to me because, you know, I started the business that I'm in and I we started this podcast because you know, we felt so alone in the corporate world. Pandemic starts, Judy and I start the podcast and we're basically asking the question, what is culture? Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, that's culture. The culture is going back as it's being human. What this, you know, this tool, like, gosh, do I need a tool to be human? Well, maybe <laughs> you do. I mean, maybe you do, you know, and, and, you know, um, frankly, if I have a team of 20 people, and I could put down their strengths and I could put down the projects that they're working on. And I'm going to go ask for help, which first of all, is such a humble, be honest, humble. And exactly. Human. At the same time, I'm making that team member feel special and I'm practicing yes. humility. Yes. You know, the, the team member feels seen. And, Helps, you know, totally. that, and that's culture. I mean, that's the culture. Uh, we just, we just read a, a really good article that uh, Rachel Casanova was on our, on our podcast twice, um, shared yes. in past company. That is what employees really, really want this today. It's an opportunity with having a team anywhere. You know, we use it. Yes. Team yes. Anywhere, but as a team anywhere, that's just great. So that was, that, that's kind of hit a soft spot in my, right. Well, and, and we're going to Casanova's, um, uh, latest piece, you yeah. know, it's not as she, as they are saying, it's not the ping pong tables anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's the it's respect. Just, they want just, the respect and yeah. the examples that you and I just yeah. gave show the ultimate. Yeah. And, and so uh, just, just to kind yeah. of add their, you know, you can add their strengths, you can add the projects you can, uh, on this, on this, um, um, this grid Excel spreadsheet, cause everyone has Excel. Um, mm-hmm. we've also added, what are your personal, um, your personal goals, your professional goals. Yes. Um, and then the other one I think is your family situation. Cause you know, the greatest managers would write, you know, okay. Uh, actually I just spoke to someone at Sony today he has five boys and one girl, you know, how are those boys and how's that girl doing? You know, sure. so these, these are all great tools. Now I want to add one more and then I want to go to you on the next one. We don't have time okay. to really discuss all of them on the tool, but you can see that right. I just think that this other one, on how do you be honest, humble, and human again? Yes. Like, do I really need a lesson in how to be honest, humble, and human? I guess I do. Is yeah. um, is be the last to speak in a meeting? Uh huh. God. Now, as as a, as a, as, a, as a leader, that's you know, you're like, wait, I'm being paid to direct this meeting. Can you just like you know, just just kind of wait? And so, yeah, what do you think? What do you think, yeah. Margaret? What do you think, Millie? And what yes. do you think, you know, Zelda or whatever? It's, yes. You know, and. And I want to hear everybody before you hear what I'm hearing. One, it puts everyone on the, you know, on the spot, a little bit nervous. 
it just opens up the 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 playing field for yes. just like god my boss is amazing now i have one caveat yeah. caveat to that what's your caveat i encourage and i've seen leaders do this and it it does add a positive touch it's okay to say hey we have a sensitive topic to talk about and i do have some ideas yeah yeah i love that yet i love that i want to yeah. hold on to them that's so good and I want to hear from you all first. Uh, yeah, you're making me cry. Because of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're making me cry here. Yeah. I need yeah. to get these cues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I have one more thing on this one, and then we'll go uh, on the next, the next one. one. Please, please. And, and that is making sure that you ask enough questions in all of those uh, sessions. Like you said, um, if you do speak first, let them be questions. Not your opinion, uh, yeah. not the yes, decision yes, yes. to be made. Yeah, if you're going to um, first ask questions and don't give opinions. I love right. that. Yeah. And the last thing on this section mm-hmm. is you are not humble or human unless other people say you are. So there's, I'm going to be more humble. <laughs> and then how are you going to do that in such a way, not the way you think, in such a way that the other person. Oh, and so uh, one short example, I'm dealing with a, a leader now, and here's what he did. Twice a day, he never did this before. Mm-hmm. Twice a day, he goes into, they're starting to come back in the office. Yeah. He goes into where they have coffee. Uh-huh. And he forces himself to stay there for 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And chat. Wow. He hates it. Right, I could. I just. I'm, I'm wasting time, but wow, it has already made this incredible difference. And wait a minute, then he found a way to do it on Zoom. He calls. He's standing in the coffee room. It, wow. Okay. Hey, I know you're working at home today. As you can see, I'm in the coffee room. How's it going? <laughs> this is coffee. So anyway, all right. The next one is uh, something called social emotional health. And there are a lot of books now. What does that mean, social emotional? Yeah, what does this mean? Yeah, what does it mean? Making the discussion of health Mm -hmm. part of the social community. Okay. Not to be hidden. Okay. Not to be ashamed of. If you have to ask for help, you ask for help. And then defining what that means okay. for our organization. I just saw a slide deck uh, of a company out of uh, the uh, state of Georgia. And their acronym is DID. Um, and you need to discover and then discuss and talk about what are the stressors for us here? You know, not in the world, not in this article, in this company, in this organization. And then what would really be helpful for us? God, that is so... I I mean, it's so simple. And yet, here's what we think. Leaders go, well, we better get a whole bunch of uh, seminars on stress here. So, okay. So we definitely, (laughs) you know, what's great, what's great, uh, all of our listeners out there is we're we're actually sharing this tool. I think we're going to add to the tool, which is really simply is, is ask your team what wellness is for them. <laughs> That's because, right. You know, we really, on another podcast, you know, we, I guess we're plugging our podcast on our podcast, but you know, <laughs> yeah, 
we, podcast squared. Right. But we really, you know, we really did um, have some really great podcasts on wellness and it's, it's kind of simple as what, what do we think is wellness here? Right. God. Right. So is it, and is it so simple? We we're like not seeing that. I don't know. And then have, um, do, do some role plays leaders about how you can demonstrate it. I have no. a great little uh, story that happened recently to my son who is unfortunately, unfortunately an attorney and <laughs> dealing with, um, so am I. One, you can take it personally. Okay. That's right. One of his leaders. And it shows you it's still uncomfortable. Here's what happened. In another part of the conversation, the leader let it be known that his son, his son was coming yeah. in and yeah. he would be spending the evening. Wow. Meanwhile, my son mm-hmm. uh, is making it clear that he's working into 10 o'clock to get this deliverable mm-hmm. that, by the way, Mr. Lawyer, you asked for. And the lawyer says, well, when are you going to have it to me? And my son says, I'll have it to you at 8 p.m. The lawyer hesitates. And then he says, well, I may not get to it into the morning, but my son could tell it was hard for him to admit yeah. that I had something personal and important to do. Yeah. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. Right? Yes. So I, I think, I think um, at least what I want to do is share, you know, my experience. So again, uh, this is a, a client at Sony, which was, he just started to bring up, um, you know, let's talk about balance work, life, you know, expectations. What are expectations? He, you know, and then again, so all these ideas, I did not come up with these ideas. I got these ideas from our podcast. We have a great podcast. Yeah, I know. It was, you know, you know, so it was to share, you know, he shared analytics, you know, he shared, you know, here's the data yes. thing on productivity and burnout. Um, in fact, we interviewed uh, the woman who wrote the burnout epidemic, which is a fantastic book. Yep. Um, yep. And then the other thing was highlighting examples of asking for help. So again, which is kind of what we talked about in the first one. Right. What he did is he made wellness. He put wellness on the table and he said, look, this is important to us. I'm giving you permission to there you go and to move on it. And, and then I, I don't know if he really shared, but there was someone on his team that actually, you know, had, you know, almost a breakdown um, yeah, because right. of the demands. Total. And so it's, it's something where, again, it's, it's not a flavor of the week. It's something that we need to talk about because mm-hmm. for some companies uh, since COVID work has doubled or tripled or quadrupled. Totally. Yeah, totally. And um, also uh, helping our leaders, managers, even coworkers be able to recognize some of the signs with a coworker, uh, ask some key questions and make it okay. In fact, I know one organization that actually came up with a little job aid acronym to Mm. help with this on how to ask for help. That's great. All right, let's uh, get to the next one. Okay. Next one. All righty. So Meaningful I, events. This is your baby. This is my baby. So this is this is a baby um, that, uh, you know, uh, Caroline Milley and I um, came up with a product, you know, and of course it's, I think it's available on, on the blogs. Uh, we spent, we spent, I think six to nine months coming up with, um, you know, bringing back the buzz. Now what was, what's, what's great was we came up with this, you know, um, I think about a year ago. 
what we're hearing with um, David Mead and Jennifer Moss and more of our guests, which is, okay, so it is time to go back in the office for some. Others are not. Definitely what we're hearing for the first time is create meaningful events that energize people. Yeah. Not an event, but a meaningful (laughs) event that really energizes people. Which means that you, you know, you need to um, spend some time. This isn't actually in bringing back the buzz. You need to really spend some time on figuring out what is it that people are missing. You know, yeah. asking your people, what are you missing? Yes. And then creating these events. Now, to do this, I guess, in our toolkit is, you know, really as a manager or a leader uh, or a team member, team team leader is you're going to have to basically come up with a philosophy about what what do we want to do in our, our company? And also do we have funds to make this happen? And then you just, you know, cause I'm working with a company about this is okay. So what do we think is appropriate? Is it appropriate to bring people to an, a meaningful event once a week, once a month, once a quarter, once every year, and then to, to really train people on how to create meaningful events. That's why we created just a training, right? That's why we created, you know, bringing back the buzz because it yeah. really is a good training manual yes. on how to create a meaningful event. Cause we, you know, we all know how to create an event. This is uh this is Priya Parker, which is, you know, wrote the book, the gathering, yes. which is just yes. a which book. Was wonderful. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah and it has the tools and yeah. a, 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 an incredible resource and um, we also talked to others like Barry Winkless, who talked about, yeah. um, you know, you may have to hire this yeah, expertise. Right. It is so important. Yeah. You can't just be throwing these events over the fence. Right. So I want to share one with you that okay, blew let's go, my mind. This happened last month. And it was on Zoom. And... They um, were told beforehand, the folks, the, the, the top team, to please prepare a story. And here's the criteria of what a good story should have. Uh-huh. But that captures the essence of who and what we are in this company. Wow. So wow. everyone had to come with that. I like that. They're telling their stories. They had a form. People were crying. Right. It, it was amazing. It it's that emotional pull. Well, they're going to, they, they wrote them up. They're going to go on their website. Yeah. They're going to do this once a quarter. Yeah. And it energized them also. Yeah. There is a memorable event with multiple outcomes. And that particular one was cheap. Now, there's expensive ones, as you right, said. There are. I, yeah. I know another company that actually hired someone to put a video game together about their company. Mm-hmm. And everyone had to go through the video game first. Right. And they built it around getting to higher levels of reaching our strategic goals right. by going through a um, scary fun house. Yeah. And so, so that's those, expensive. Yeah. But, those, those expensive. And, but, and we really want to just, kind of point out is, and it is really time to bring people back together. So this is a team anywhere podcast. Yep. It is important, especially now, um, especially as a lot of countries, cities, towns, uh, states are um, removing a lot of the barriers. 
to get your people together to have meaningful events to do the same type of things that you're mentioning. Okay, let's yep, go yep. to the last. All right, our last category is, is an interesting called, one. What is it? <laughs> and it's called inclusive structures. Inclusive structures, structures. That would be coming from a PhD. <laughs> Tell us. I don't have a PhD. It came from Jennifer Moss. Okay, Jennifer Moss. Okay, it came from Jennifer. All right. And basically, some very key things. One, yes, we need feedback from everybody. That's how you create people feeling included. And we're using, or she believes, and I think Mm -hmm. she's right, overusing surveys. We need more listening forums where you get 12 people or so either in person Mm -hmm. or on Zoom and Mm -hmm. you listen to them. It's vocal. The vocal part adds more inclusion than me just filling out a survey. I really like that one. Yeah. You know what I like? Uh, What I like about it is, so first of all, it's one thing to do a survey where I'm anonymous. It's higher level for me to tell you, you know, your bot, my boss, or the other people on the team, what I'm feeling, thinking. It's magic when I can have, let's say, a team of 12, 12 people sharing, you know, here is my experience. And the thing that I wow. found over the last two years is the greatest thing is that people go, oh my gosh, I'm not alone. Yep. You know, I feel that is so true. Well, I don't know if you know this, but it keeps coming out every time someone tries to redo this research. The number one most powerful way Uh to communicate is small groups, either online or in person, Mm -hmm. for the very reason you just said. They can play off of one another. They see that they're not alone. Yeah. They can be acknowledged. So that in of itself. However, Smoker. the key is creating those spaces, yeah. those dialogue spaces. Right. When you say because, when you ahead. say when you say creating space, I know it's a word that yeah. we use a lot. Yeah. Can you, can you explain what that means? I'm in yeah. space. I, you know the <laughs> I know. I love it and I personally overuse it. Yeah. Make it happen. Almost like create the event. Create the time on the calendar. It's a time where before and after, I'm only going to be focusing on talking about what's bothering me, having someone acknowledge that I need help, Mm -hmm. talking about, hey, you know what? We blew it over the last month in the design we came up with how people are going to come back to the office. Yeah. Yeah. We apologize for that. Let's start over. What do you all think? How should we go about this? And I have found it's getting better. Mm -hmm. Before the pandemic, as a consultant, I had to really claw at and Mm -hmm. use my best negotiation skills Mm -hmm. to get leaders to create that space. Right. Now, we don't need to do that. Yeah. I would have major reports. And at the end, I said, most of your problems can be fixed by once a month having getting everyone in the room and talking about what's working, what's not working, what are the two or three things we're going to do. They accepted everything else in the report. They would not do that. Yeah. So, yeah. So creating a space is really creating a time where all you're going to talk about, just to kind of sum this up, where you're going to be, you know, honest, humble, and human. Creating a space is a meaningful event. Creating a space is... um, 
you know, building social and emotional health to share stories, to talk about work-life balance. Yep. But it's really, and even as you put it, you know, um, we're going to create a space to say what's working, what's not working, what what can we do better? Yep. These things sound simple. I think they're magic. You know, the pandemic has been, you know, horrible in, in terms of lost lives. It also is, you know, out of the ashes comes um, an opportunity for us to go, okay, maybe, you know, the creator is saying, here's a great opportunity for us to be honest, humble, and human. Perfect. And maybe that's, you know, it's funny, but our podcast was, you know, oh, it's just corporate thing, but maybe our podcast has really come into how to, how to be a human again, you know? Totally. Whatever the space is to bring that (laughs) word in one more time. Yeah. And so, you know, so, so we wanted to thank everybody for allowing us into your lives and for us to, you know, create that space. And, you know, we're committed. uh, We're always, uh, Jenny and I are always talking about how can we make the podcast better? How can we make a podcast better? You know, we're getting to, we're getting close to 10,000 downloads. So we think we got something going on here. Um, and we wanted to just really thank you. I want to thank Ginny for putting this tool together. It was her genius that put this tool together. And so, your marvelous editing. Thank you. And so, so if you know if you're listening to this podcast and you're still you know you're still here, uh, definitely download the tool. And we'd love to hear feedback on what you think about the tool and uh, how we can make these podcasts better. And our commitment, we have a soft commitment, is to it's like a maybe commitment, not not a <laughs> leadership commitment. You know, our our our. Uh, our um, our goal objective here is to do this around you know every six weeks to kind of step back. What are we hearing, and then what can we bring to our listeners? Which is like bop bop bop. This is what you need to do to really create a space and create an incredible um, experience, so you can team anywhere. How's that? Was that good? Was that good, Jenny? For our first that one, that was wonderful. All right, see great. you all next time. Thank you, and so thank you, Jenny. Thank you uh, um, to. Uh, we have no guests, so Jenny, you're the guest. Thank <laughs> yes, thanks to one another. And, thank you uh, so much. Thank you to our listeners, and if you've really enjoyed and found a lot of benefit, please share this podcast with your friends, your colleagues, your family, and we'll see you next time on our next episode of Team Anywhere.